This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am your main chick, Stacey Ray, and I'm excited today to be bringing you episode number 23 with Sarah Khalil. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, where we start conversations that empower you and help you think, feel, and live better so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you want. For the show notes of this episode anytime, you can simply go to weareladyalpha.com forward slash two three. So if you aren't already on that page, head over there now. You'll find Sarah's details, points to listen for throughout the episode, as well as my contact info. So if you have any questions or any comments that you want to share with your girl here, I would love to hear from you. So if you have anything specific that you want covered on the show, if you want to be on the show, if you know somebody that should be on the show, let me know because it is about you and I want to bring you the best possible awesome stuff ever. So today we're jamming on trailblazing and actually bringing your big, beautiful ideas, your never before done things into the world. So Sarah's going to share with you what a trailblazer is, how to know if you are one. I definitely identify as one now and how to navigate your trailblazing path with precision and passion while understanding the many phases that you will naturally go through in the process. She truly is an expert in the unknown and It's so cool listening to her whole concept around this. It's absolutely inspiring. So it's really about bringing forth your brand new ideas into the world and just being who you truly are if you are a trailblazer. So super, super cool. If you are jamming on Lady Talk Radio, if you like it, if you love it, if you're down with us, why not throw up some stars on iTunes and a little review? It helps other lovely ladies like you find these conversations. And I know you love to be the girl who introduces other girls to awesome shit. So do that. I want to tell you a little bit more about Sarah before we jump into this. Sarah Khalil is the founder of Where Stars Go and an expert, an expert in the unknown. We know that's ironic, but she's an expert. And Sarah works with trailblazers like you to create what hasn't been done before. So she believes that trailblazing is a form of light working by shedding light where no one else is looking. Trailblazers change the way that the rest of us see the world. And now more than ever, we need, we need you. We need trailblazers to be successful in their mission. So this episode seriously spoke to me in so many different ways. And it made sense of little intricacies of being on the trailblazing path and I know if you are, if you are even curious about this, you're like, hmm, maybe I'm a trailblazer. I'm not really sure. You're going to absolutely fall in love with her passion and energy for this. So let's just get into the episode. Hey, Sarah, welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am so excited about having you on the show. And it's been kind of in the making. We've been talking about it for a little while. So it's fun that we finally get to jump on and dive into trailblazing and all the awesome stuff that you are up to. Uh, before we get started, I want to hear kind of like the bigger picture. Like, what is the world that you really see and that you're creating through the work that you're doing? Uh, okay. Well, um, first, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here, too. Um, I remember the first time I listened to your show, I just thought to myself, oh, my God, it would be so fun to be on it. So I'm just glad to be here. Um, as for uh, what I do, I'm the founder of Where Stars Go. And um, basically what I do is I help trailblazers navigate the unknown. 
And uh, trailblazers to me are people who um, basically are trying to create something that hasn't really been done before, or they have a way of looking at the world that is different than most of the people around them. And so um, their mission is essentially to go out and create what it is that they see. And to me, it's actually a form of light working. I think that trailblazers are light workers in the sense that they're trying to shed light on a situation, a topic, a area in a way that no one else is shedding that light. And so by doing so, they, they're light workers. And um, my job, essentially, or my mission, what I'm here for, is to be the person who stokes your light. Whatever it is that you're here to do, and um, whatever light you're here to shed, my job is to light your fire. Yeah. And uh, I love that. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I always thought light working meant you had to like, you know, be some sort of spiritual healer and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh no, like, do you know the scene from the Lord of the Rings uh, when they light a fire and then the next fire gets yeah. lit and then the next fire gets lit? Yeah. yeah, I'm the guy who lights the first fire. Nice. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> love it. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, so it's really fun. And um, I... Uh, I don't know. I just think trailblazers are the type of people who can actually change the world. And so that's yeah. what I do is I help them. Yeah. And and for anybody like I've heard the term trailblazer before, but when you said it, it was kind of like, oh, it kind of it kind of connected some dots for me. I was like, oh wow, yeah. So people who are actually like doing something that hasn't been done before. Like, what can you tell us about what a trailblazer really is? Oh yeah, great question. So um so there's kind of two types of trailblazers, but the thing that most trailblazers have in common is they don't really fit in anywhere. Mm. So they might be looking around and being like, okay, can I do that for a job? And then they like try it for like a year and they're like, nope, this isn't me. And then they'll try something else. And then they'll try something else. And they jump around constantly trying to find some place they fit until finally somebody like me perhaps comes in and says, actually, you're not supposed to fit anywhere. You're supposed to create where you fit mm. and you have to go out and actually create, um, using all of those skills and all of those talents, your own niche, so to speak. And for a lot of trailblazers, that's just this moment of absolute freedom yeah. when they're like, oh my God, my only job is to be me. All I have to do <laughs> is go be me. I don't have to try to fit anywhere. And they're like, what? Whoa. And it's actually one of the moments I live for is that like, that expression on their face when yeah. somebody's like, oh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so good and I just adore it and then um the second type of trailblazer is uh yeah they also don't fit in but they don't have that experience of searching so much Mm -hmm. as they're um they actually know exactly what they want to do they're like I'm gonna do this and everyone around them is like that's not a thing and they're like I know (laughs) and so um they have an experience of maybe feeling a bit crazy about what they want to do but they're really clear about it so those are kind of the two types of trailblazers as far Got as I know. It. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah and I, I do actually. And I, and I'd never really thought of it that way until I came across your work and I started poking through your site before this, we were having this conversation and I was like, I really feel like this resonates with me. And, you know, and I think too, we're seeing even more of this because of the internet now, because anybody can basically do anything, you know, more than ever in history. It's like, I I think we're going to see even more people really coming out of the trailblazing closet, you know? I totally agree. I also think it's a generational thing. Mm, Yeah. It's like the people that I talk to are mostly between the ages of like 25 and 40. 
Um, and there, there certainly are people who are older who also fit into the trailblazer mentality. But for some reason, I just feel like, and maybe this is the, um, oh, I don't know, but like this generation is kind of primed for trailblazing. Yeah. And hmm. what they've been, you know, maybe told about you can do anything or um, the, like entrepreneurial stuff and the technology, like there's just, there's just chances to be a trailblazer now that I'm not sure I wasn't around however in the last generation, yeah. but I don't know if they were as available mm-hmm. back then. And um, I also don't know if they were as needed. And now I think trailblazers are really needed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in the world. And in a lot of ways, I'm like, hmm, uh, we actually can't wait for you to figure yourself out mm-hmm. and get over your fear. We need you to start doing your thing now. And um, that's actually, you know, that's that's also part of what I do and why I do it right now is we need it now. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And we're doing it on Earth Day today. <laughs> so I'm thinking all of the the people who have all these cr- awesome, crazy, beautiful ideas that can totally change the world and improve the environment and all these different things. I'm like, you need Sarah. <laughs> Get oh on God. it. Get on it. So <laughs> yeah, we need you now. <laughs> Um, you know, I was really thinking about you, like, how did you, were you, did you identify as a trailblazer? Was this something that you just kind of woke up one day and you were, you know, had this realization or how, how did that play out for you personally? Mm, Great question. So, I mean, I guess there's a few components to it. Um, I had a, like my career path is really weird. I started with a degree in genetics and then I went Mm. into law school, worked as a corporate lawyer and then went to, um, coaching and filmmaking and in every single one of those positions I would identify with it to an extent but never fully identify with it so like I was a I think an okay lawyer I mean I didn't practice that long you can't be a good lawyer until you practice for longer than I did but that's okay I I definitely had the potential to be a good lawyer and yet um people would come up to me and they'd be like are you sure you're a lawyer like you seem just too happy and I'd be like I know what you mean I really fit you know and then um and then I was coaching and the when I would say I'm a coach it felt incomplete like mm. it's like it's part of what I do but it's not all of what I do and then with filmmaking I was like okay yes I've made a film but it's weird to call myself a filmmaker um because it's not it's not complete yet and so I just had this feeling of like I don't know how to introduce myself I don't know how to say what I do I don't know. Blah, it was just really hard. Mm. And then I also had an experience with my clients where I'd be working with these amazing people. And then, you know, in coaching, they're always like, what's your niche? And I'd be like, none of my clients really have anything in common. Like they're all up to different weird things. I don't really know how to market to them because they all want to do things that haven't really been done. So mm-hmm. it can't be like 10 steps to whatever they're trying to do because I don't know what they're trying to do. And so it was really hard to message anything, um, which is like, again, hallmark of a trailblazer. It's so right. hard to do because you're like, how do you describe it? Oh. And then I had this amazing conversation with someone who's turned into one of my um, really good friends and uh, my key business partner um, where we went down to Seattle together and we were up till like shared an Airbnb up till two in the morning, just gabbing, gabbing, gabbing. And um, she was the first person who said, oh, you're a trailblazer and your clients are trailblazers. And I was like, oh my God, 
and it all came together and it was fantastic. And then I realized what I realized from there is that, oh my God, what the thing I'm an expert in is the unknown. What I do so well with my clients is I help them navigate point A to point whatever when there's no set path as to how to get there. Yeah. Oh, and that was why, you know, <laughs> when, whenever they, again, look at marketing things, when I do research and they'd be like, create a program for your clients, tell them like, you know, this is your seven step blueprint to blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, I don't know how many steps there are. There could be a thousand. There could be, there could be two. I actually have no idea. And neither did they usually. So none of this was working. So everything that was traditionally, traditional wisdom wouldn't work for what I was trying to do, which is exactly what all trailblazers face. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, like they're in this position where they're like, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And they look around for what, for like a blueprint or a way to do it and nothing fits Mm -hmm. and they have to make it their own way. And it's both a gift because you get to make it your own way, which is badass. Yeah. And there are no rules. So you don't have to worry about rules. And it's also kind of a curse in the sense that you're well, what the fuck am I doing? Mm. And so that's the unknown piece. And that's the piece that I um, excel at. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fascinating how you've broken it down too. Like I was poking through your site and you told me about this before about the 10 phases of the unknown. And we were kind of going in and I'm like, wow, to be able to paint a picture like that. So as you're going into the unknown, it's when it shows up, you're like, oh, there it is. It gives you a little bit more awareness and like clarity as you're walking along that path. So I think it's absolutely beautiful what you're doing and so cool. Cause I think a lot of us, you know, have ideas or have things that we want to do. And like you're saying, really identify as being a trailblazer, but then it's, that whole concept of the entire unknown, all your friends think you're crazy (laughs) and everybody doesn't get it to have that support along the way and to have your incredible ability to see that and point things out as you go, like priceless. Thank you. Yeah. It was really interesting. Like, um, um, I didn't realize, you know, that, that critical conversation in Seattle triggered a whole bunch of things, like triggered the identification of who I work with Mm. also triggered, you know, that I understood the unknown, Um, but my full understanding of the unknown didn't come until a few months later. Um, you know, I just kind of been dwelling on it, dwelling is the wrong word, but percolating. Yeah. And, um, one day I said to that friend, um, I said, okay, we're going to do, we're going to do a course and I think I have it all figured out. And I went over to her house and in two hours, the entire course was outlined yeah, all of it. And it was just like, I swear it was like a divine download. Just mm-hmm. And um, what I realized in that, you know, like half, I guess maybe it was half me and half universal knowledge or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. Cause it honestly, like it, it didn't actually feel like it came fully from me mm-hmm. um, was that there are just 10 phases. There's 10 phases that every single trailblazer is going to go through and not necessarily in order. And you're going to revisit those phases every single or like many times. Um, but there's only 10 and they're all navigatable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's not about like what's happening in your outside world. It's actually about how it feels on the inside world. So there are basically 10 ways that you're going to (laughs) feel as you go through it. And the question is, well, what are you going to do when faced with that internal conflict or um, sensation 
how are you actually going to harness the opportunity in each of these phases? And so it's really interesting is like only three of these phases are naturally forward moving phases, ones where you're naturally going to feel in the creative flow or when you're going to be stepping forward or when you're just going to have a sense that what you're doing um, works. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? There's only three of those phases where you're like, yes, I'm forward moving naturally. Yeah. The other seven kind of by default are um, phases where most people stop. And what this course does is actually teaches you, first of all, how to spend more time in those three phases. But then when you're in the other seven, how to actually harness them Mm. so that they can also be part of your momentum and forward movement, as opposed to places where you stop which I think is super badass. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, um, it's just, it's just really neat. And then, um, yeah. And then the other part of it that I've come to realize is that everyone has their own patterns through these mm. phases. And um, part of what you can do is you can actually learn to create your own pattern in such a way that you can maximize your creative potential. Oh, love it. I know. Isn't that the coolest? I love it. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's just good. really neat. And um, I just, I, I, what I love about it is that I, because, you know, as somebody who values innovation and mm-hmm. originality and creativity, I really love that I haven't seen it really anywhere else. And it's not that I'm trying to like toot my own horn or something, but it's fun. Like, <laughs> toot I your horn. You can toot your horn here. <laughs> I just love originality. I, yeah. And, you know, like, and it's so funny too, because I say this to trailblazers all the time. There's no guarantee that what it is that you have seen will actually work out for you. Yeah. And the truth it. is, I still don't actually know if people want this knowledge that I have. You know what I mean? I'm like, I think they should, but maybe they don't. And so there's, there's still an element of the unknown, even as I was creating it, like, I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe no one will want it. Yeah. But I don't care. This matters so much to me that I put it mm. out that I'm doing it. Which is like, I think anybody who identifies as a trailblazer or has something in their life where they're like, yes, I need to birth this. And I have no idea if anybody wants it, but I know I need to like, love that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you need to create compulsion yeah where you're like I'm compelled to do this I must um and yeah I mean anyone who's ever had that feeling before likely a trailblazer yes awesome awesome are you is there something for you that you're like particularly compelled to create at the moment yeah well Lady Alpha was one of those things for me I actually and I wanted to go back to something that you said and kind of unpack it for a second and which Mm -hmm. I really relate to is like when you said like you just got this download it was like all of a sudden you just knew and you had to just get it out and I think for me that was very much so what what happened with Lady Alpha but I think for a lot of us as we're going through that process sometimes we can have these big ideas but we don't trust them or we don't act on them or we don't take the time to really put it all out on paper or you know create something out of it like what can you speak to if you if some of the listeners were you know sitting on an idea or they had this download something came to them and they're not really sure what to do with it like what would you speak to that who it's a good question um and i think there are a few different answers kind of depending on what's stopping you yeah right yeah um so first is the i mean ultimately Ultimately, you have to choose to do it. 
Mm-hmm. That's the thing, right? So you have to choose. And so usually one of two things happens. Um, there's something in the way of you choosing or you choose and then you backtrack. One of those two things is pretty typical. Yeah. Um, so let's start with choose and then backtrack. <laughs> so normal that is the most normal thing in the world the way that I like to the analogy I like to do is like you're like okay I jumped off the cliff and then you're falling and then you're like this was a terrible idea Why? Yeah. and you like try to grab you know a rock so that you yeah. can like pull yourself back up and so you end up just like you chose but then you but then you didn't and it's yeah. very 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 normal but what's actually um the opportunity is to take that discomfort the discomfort that you felt when you mm-hmm. went for it and sit with it you actually have to learn to be uncomfortable it's one of the number one skills that a trailblazer needs to learn when you're uncomfortable breathe stop trying to fight it and stop trying to retreat from it and i think what's really cool is eventually you'll realize that you can be uncomfortable and alive at the same time. <laughs> ha 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 oh, right? yeah. like it's actually not that big of a deal you're yeah. just uncomfortable you're not yeah. dying yeah so um when you have made that choice and you're like okay i'm going for it and you have these feelings of discomfort mm-hmm. the idea is to actually just breathe through the, the discomfort and keep going yeah and I know it's uncomfortable. <laughs> that's the point. That's actually transformation in yeah. process. Like transformation is an uncomfortable experience. Sorry, no avoiding it. That's what's going to happen. So you got to do it. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> enjoy. And yeah. It's actually, it's the opportunity of trailblazing, like the reason it's uncomfortable is because you need to transform or become the person you need to be in order to make your vision happen. Yeah, you actually have to go through this process, or you're never going to be that person. So I think part of the other piece that comes with it is you need to have a sense of faith and trust that you're going to be okay. Mm, Yeah, totally. You're going to be okay. Your project might fail. I'm not saying that. (laughs) But you as an individual, you're going to be okay. So that's the first thing. (laughs) Awesome. And then there was the other part where people who actually just won't choose, there's something in the way of them choosing. Um, That's just a defense mechanism. Yeah. It is. You're just defending yourself from your fear of the unknown. And you're going to have, it's going to be so funny. Like uh, the analogy that's likely to, that's likely to work is almost like that game whack-a-mole. Where (laughs) a mole pops up and you whack it down. And so in this case, your fears are going to be like, oh, and then someone will be like, no, don't fear that. And so they'll whack it down. You'll be like, but what about this fear? Whack it down. What about this fear? Whack it down. Whack, 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 whack. <laughs> so typical. And it's, it's fine. But the point is, um, it's just fear. And what there is for, I think, what there is for you to do is really access that inner commitment that you mm-hmm. have. What are you committed to that is actually bigger than any of those fears? Any of them. We could throw, you know, the fear of, I don't know, living on the streets in front of you, Mm. but your commitment would still be greater. And when you can get to that commitment, then it's possible for you to make a choice. Yeah. But you still have to choose and you're still going to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So the point is, uh, do it anyway, essentially. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. Like, there's no way around it. Like, you actually have to do it. Um, And I think maybe this is the other piece for both of those situations. 
the point is really to transform your relationship to your fear. Mm. Instead of having your fear be the thing that will stop you, have it be, um, have it be something that you can learn to embrace for your own transformation. And if you can do that, you can keep moving. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. So each episode, I always find that there's something that they'll say that I'm like, oh, that's it. That's the snippet. That's <laughs> that's the quotable. That's the little tweetable thing that you say. That was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Because I so relate to that and I so get it. And and I and I I'm curious if in your experience, as you continue to be uncomfortable, as you continue to change that relationship to your fear and step into it and lean into what you're creating in the world does it get any easier, any less uncomfortable? Like what is your personal experience or with working with your clients? What do you notice as you keep choosing that and as you keep moving forward? Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. Um, so yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> I think you do learn to be more comfortable with your discomfort. The discomfort doesn't necessarily go away. Um, in fact, if you notice that you are no longer uncomfortable ever, um, you're no longer in the unknown. Yeah. That's it, yeah. right? Like now you're just, it's not unknown anymore, mm -hmm. um, which it could be okay, right? If your project's completing, then good, good job. You've accomplished it. Get ready for the next one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but if your project is stagnating, it's because you haven't moved into the area of the unknown where you need to go. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's an interesting question. I think that it's almost like the level of discomfort grows because mm -hmm. you grow, but you're also more used to dealing with it. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're never going to be, or maybe this is a different way to say it. You will never be thrown anything that you are not able to handle. Mm. Yeah. You won't be. Yeah. You can always handle whatever is coming your way. So it like, I think I, it's just not something that you need to worry about, worry about. You don't need to worry that you're ever going to be faced with something that you are not capable of handling. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Does that answer the question? It does. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's interesting because I've been hearing that conversation a lot in, in my space and also in just in some of the women that I interact with in like, do you get to this point in your business or in what you're creating that suddenly it's like, you just feel better and it's like, you feel like you have it handled, you know? And my answer is always kind of like, no, because you have it handled, like you're what you're saying, because things that come your way, you, you navigate and you move through them and you, you know, you're always able to create new solutions, but it's like, I think that nobody's really exempt from fear or from discomfort or from, you know, even doubt or any of these things. It's like they show up. It's just we deal with them differently or we access out of them differently or more often, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was, it, it's just something that I want to speak to because I think it's a really important conversation, you know. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, so there's two things that popped up to me in that. Um, one is that as a trailblazer, it's imperative that you fall in love with the journey. Yeah, so much or even more so than the destination. Because again, your destination isn't guaranteed. And we don't even know if what you're trying to do can be accomplished, right? We think it can, but we're not sure. So we have to fall in love with the journey. That's so important. And then at the same time, we have to find satisfaction and a sense of accomplishment without the accomplishment. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, mm. so that when, if, if those entrepreneurs or those women are saying to you, do you ever feel like you've you know, made it or that it's all handled? You can feel that way and not be done. Oh, love it. Yeah. It's totally possible. Um, but most of the time, and this is like, oh my God, all trailblazers do this. It cracks me up. <laughs> they finish something, they reach a milestone and they're like, not good enough. Should have done it this way. Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, and what's next? And like, they take zero time, zero time for celebration. Yeah. And it's so funny. And because they don't take any time for celebration, I literally have a whole phase of the unknown devoted to celebration. Whole phase. Awesome. Whole phase. Yes, because it's so important. And trailblazers never do it never yeah interesting so even my private clients so I'll be like they'll have a win I'm like how are you celebrating they're like I don't know and it takes like 20 minutes for them to come up with something like a way to celebrate and I just keep them on the phone until they do I'm like nope not getting off the hook yeah not off the hook. and they're like I don't know like maybe I could um uh and it's yeah. so funny to me <laughs> Oh my, that's so interesting. I relate to that. Yeah, I relate to that. And and I saw a video that you actually posted on Facebook. I think it was a little while back. I was poking around on your page on there and it was like, you were talking about specifically like trailblazers or people who like, um, like if you're constantly starting something, but then you're not finishing. And I was like, oh man, we got to talk about this because I think <laughs> there's a lot of us out there. We're entrepreneurs, we're making things happen, but it's like really knowing and getting ourselves is such a huge piece, right? So do you know which video I'm talking about? You're nodding. So I think- I totally do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go there for a minute? Uh, sure. I mean, I think you're talking about, you know, um, the lots of trailblazers do do this, not all of them, but many yeah. will- um, they're excellent starters, yeah. amazing starters. They've got vision. They can conceive of a project, and then the, and then it fizzles out and dies. Yeah. And um, a lot of trailblazers will make this mean that something is wrong with them. They'll be like, "Oh my god, I'm terrible at finishing. I'm the world's laziest person, or whatever." They'll do something with it. And what I, my perspective on it is, no, there's nothing wrong with you. However, you do not have sufficient support. The truth is you're not a finisher and what you need is a team. You need a team. All trailblazers need a team, every single one of them. And so many of them try to operate alone and it's the worst thing you yeah. can do because it will never work. I promise. Good luck, but it will never work. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Um, and that they're trying to complete this project alone and they can't. And it's not because something's wrong with them. It's because they need a team. And uh, I just can't emphasize this enough. Like my project, this, this course was actually the first project that I ever finished a hundred percent ever in my life. Cause I've always been a starter. And what I noticed was as, and because I, because I had this course and I'm like all in my head and I realized like, Oh, I can use this even as I'm building it. Um, whenever I got stopped, I was like, Oh, I'm stopped because I don't have the sufficient knowledge or resources to move on to this step. And I needed to hire somebody. So I would, I'd call someone up and I'd be like, Hey, do you know somebody who X, Y, Z, blah, 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 hire a person the next day back in creative flow, because yeah. all of these pieces that I didn't have the answers to were in someone else's hands. Hugest difference. And it actually matched my vision. And this is where other, where the other place where trailblazers will fall down. Their vision is so beautiful, but they are by themselves incapable of pulling it off as they imagine it. 
And it's discouraging because yeah. nobody who's a trailblazer wants to create something that isn't as beautiful as they imagine it. So they'll quit because they're discouraged by what they've seen. Interesting. Yeah. So you got to find the people on, you got to find people to join your team who are capable of bringing that vision to life the way that you imagine. Mm-hmm. And then you'll keep going because you'll be re-inspired over and over again. It's so important. I just can't, I cannot emphasize the importance of team enough. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because that's totally coming up for me right now. And that's like constantly where I'm, where I'm looking and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. And I love that you're speaking to that because I actually go to a lot of female entrepreneur events and stuff like that. And like all of them are working alone. <laughs> like, you know, very few have a team or somebody in place or somebody that they hire to do this. And so it's it's interesting to me. And I and I think that I did that for a long time, kind of trying to do it all myself because exactly what you just described, like I see it a certain way and maybe not trusting or not seeing that somebody else can do it similar to that. So totally get that. And I can speak to, <laughs> to the importance of team as well because I'm totally there <laughs> right now learning that lesson. Yeah. So yes. And- is a lesson that has to be learned like yeah um, you know there are usually well I mean there's many reasons but top three reasons trailblazers won't hire somebody is I could do it better myself so they think (laughs) faster right or they think um uh well I can't remember the second reason whatever the third reason but the other one is I don't have the money for it Mm. I can't afford to hire anyone and eventually you get to a point where you realize you can't afford not to like the cost of working alone is greater than the cost of bringing someone on Unfortunately, it usually takes a lesson. You failed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before you realize it. Very typical. You're like, no, 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 I'll just do it by myself. I can do it. I and just I won't it. sleep for three days. <laughs> yeah. Finally, there's that admission. Yeah. Like, I can't. And it's such a freeing admission. It's so funny. There's so much freedom in admitting you can't do it. Yeah. And yet, people won't do it cracks me up anyway I love so trailblazers good. I think they're funny as hell yeah all the things that like they're like oh no 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 let me go back to the cliff I don't want to jump anymore like all of their things that they like judge themselves for I think are adorable it's so cute <laughs> so uh, I love hearing your story of you trailblazing your own path while now coaching trailblazers and creating this whole trailblazing program. Like, it's just incredible. So tell us more about the course. Like, I want to hear more about like what you're doing there. What, how can people get in, in that space? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, um, so we just released the second version of it, which is really good. Um, got some feedback from people and what they liked and what was working. Um, the course is really, um, just kind of, three components to it. Um, The first component is being able to understand each of the 10 phases and know which phase you're in at any given time. So Mm -hmm. like phase identification is really important um, as you can probably imagine, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to wake up in the morning and examine what's going on for you and realize what phase you're in. That's so valuable. That's incredibly valuable information because yeah, like now, now, you know, okay. Uh, if not, for example, let me give you an example of one of the phases. Um, the alchemist phase is one of my favorite. They're all based on, okay, hold on. Let me back. Yeah. I'd love <laughs> unpack, <laughs> unpack. Yes. Here we go. So um, <laughs> the 10 phases are, are named after the characters or the guides for that phase. So in a Ooh. lot of ways, it's kind of based on 
on this concept of a hero's journey. You are somebody who is about to like venture out your front door and try to get somewhere. And along the way, you're going to meet certain guides to guide you through certain things. Make sense? Love it. That's so cool. Awesome. Yeah. So like, for example, there's a warrior guide. And this is the guide that shows up when you're like, you're scared, but you know you need to take action. You know you need to. And that's when you have to call on your inner strength, your inner commitment, and you have to take action anyway. That's warrior. Yeah. For example. So good. Yeah. So um, this other phase is alchemist phase. And the alchemist phase is the phase where you want to self-sabotage. Absolutely. When you're like, oh my God, no, retreat back to comfort zone, retreat back to comfort zone, retreat back to comfort zone. That is alchemist phase. And the alchemist is the one who has you stay uncomfortable. Like I was talking about staying uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so that you can transform. Mm. And the alchemist is, you know, like traditionally an alchemist is somebody who transforms baser metals into gold. And that's kind of what's happening in this phase. Stay uncomfortable, get into the fires of your discomfort so as to transform into who you need to be for the next phase of your journey. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of the things we need to know is like, okay, so let's say you're having, you're going about your day, you're doing your, you're on your journey and you suddenly realize that you're like, okay, I'm trying to retreat, 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 retreat. Mm -hmm. And that's such valuable information because now you know, like, okay, I can either retreat or I can stay uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Then you stay uncomfortable. Yay. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. that's the choice you make. <laughs> <laughs> You're on to the next phase. So um, identifying your phases is very important. And that's the first thing. The second thing that, um, that this course does is it tells you what to do in each phase. And mm-hmm. as importantly, it tells you what not to do in each phase. Yeah. Right. So again, alchemist phase, most people are going to be like, I'm retreating. Bye. <laughs> to wherever they were before. Um, don't, don't do that. This is an opportunity. And so the, the exercises are designed to have you harness the opportunity of that phase. Yeah. In a powerful way and an on purpose way. So then you can be like, okay, I'm moving on and mm-hmm. you stay in action and you keep going. So basically when you can, use these phases and understand their strengths and their weaknesses. Um, you get to basically be the master of your journey, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third element, which is kind of my favorite element is the, um, pattern tracking. How do I say this? It's a little bit complicated to get into, but I'll do my best to simplify it. The idea is that you can actually design your own map through the unknown. And what I ask people to do is begin to map their default patterns through the unknown. So for example, Mm. for 30 days, you'd be like, all right, I'm going to, um, every night before I go to bed, I'm just going to track what phase I was in that day. And you start to realize you have a pattern through the phases. For example, I have realized that um, my most creative days are always 100% the day before I was working with my teammates oh. when I work with my team, the next day I am a creative powerhouse, which is really valuable information, mm-hmm. right? Like now I could be like, okay, I need to have a creative day. What do I need to do? I need to call up my teammates. Yeah. That's all I need to do. So um, the idea is that we can actually start to understand your own processes in such a way that you can actually start 
using them on purpose. You can manipulate your own creative process. And suddenly you have your own map through the unknown. You're going to know when you need to visit the sidekick phase. You're going to know when you're going to want the warrior phase. And you're going to start using the phases on purpose, depending on what you need at any given time. So So cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So it's just like, basically, um, and and everyone is going to be different. And that's what I love about this course is, listen, all of you trailblazers, none of you are the same. You're all weird and crazy and you're all unique person. (laughs) (laughs) So so all these other courses that are like, you know, do X, Y, Z, like they're not, they're probably not going to work as well for you. But one where it's kind of like a choose your own adventure and then empower your own adventure. Yeah. Fly, baby, fly. (laughs) So good. And I love that this is a model that you can use to then go and create something again. It's like once you meet your goal or you create what you're, you're up to creating, it's like, okay, now I can use the same model that now I know works for me. I've tracked my patterns, like go out there and create something else. Absolutely. And so you can, amazing. You can just keep, uh, and I think this is so important. Um, you can keep evolving. Yeah. And trailblazers always do this. Like they, they are inherently seekers. Mm-hmm. And so when they achieve something or reach something, there will always be a next for them. Yeah. Always. They should take time to celebrate. Yes. <laughs> Celebration phase. Yes, That's built that. in. <laughs> yeah. But then there will be a next. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like, great. Okay, so what's, how are you going to grow next? What's, what's up for you now? And um, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to realize like how much um, internal power you have, regardless of what external journey you're taking. Yeah. It's very cool. This is really powerful, Sarah. And I love seeing your passion and excitement for this work. Like, it's so awesome to get to witness. You're like, okay, and then (laughs) this phase. And like, you're really excited because it works and you know you're proud of it. And it's great to see that. I love seeing that in in people who create something. You just created something, you know? And you're like, oh, "Oh, thank you so much. It's really fun. Like, yeah. I, I really, it's true. I'm passionate about the unknown, which is so weird. Like, (laughs) I don't know, but endless possibilities. Yeah. There really are. And I don't know. And I love the irony of it. Like, I'm an expert in the unknown. What? How can you be an expert in the unknown? That's so silly. And yet at the same time, I'm like, I know, but I kind of am. But I am. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I am. (laughs) I love it. I think it's awesome. I might even refer to you in the show notes as the uh, expert in the unknown. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to make a it. YouTube video. Sorry, a YouTube channel. I'm really excited. Oh, about yes. Yes. Yeah, the idea is basically like little, little pieces about mm. the unknown and hopefully presented in a funny way. Because like I said, I think trailblazers are kind of hilarious. Like, yeah. And so it's kind of going to be like a tongue in cheek, poking fun at like behavior patterns. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think will be great because the minute you can laugh at something, it's not totally. scary anymore. Yeah. Um, so that's the whole idea. Like, I, I can't wait to, I have a whole series of videos going to be filmed and whatever. I just can't wait to launch them. I think it's going to be really fun. And, um, yeah. And then, and then here's my plan. Um, they're going to be funny. And then Jimmy Fallon's going to be like, yeah. And then I'm going to yeah. go on Jimmy Fallon and be funny. That's like the whole, pl- that's my whole Done. plan. Why are you doing your business? I'm going to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm funny and I, I'm an expert in the unknown. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be great. Anyway, uh, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank so you. good. 
so good. And um, you actually, when you said laughing, that actually sparked something for me. We were talking about this on a previous episode about how powerful humor is when you're disrupting patterns and like creating, you know, change or going through transformation. Like when we can really bring a little bit of humor into it, you know, it, it creates a lot more movement. You know, you can, you can really, there's, there's space to, 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 you know, see something different when you're laughing and when you're making, when you're going, oh, there's that thing that I'm doing, you know, just creates a lot more fun too. Well, I love that you say it. There's actually one of the phases of the unknown is the trickster phase. Nice. And it's, it is the phase when like it, you kind of make fun of yourself. (laughs) Like like it's this whole exercise where you kind of go through like, you actually just examine the way you're doing it mm-hmm. and then you look at it and you're like wow that that's all absurd and it's never gonna work and then you laugh because it's yeah so funny. um and then the minute you do that it's like it's just a release yeah and from there you're like oh well well that was a stupid idea I'm gonna try this <laughs> <laughs> oh I love it I think this is so fascinating and so cool it kind of you know just like very you know this is a very watered down version of kind of an idea that I get I get from what you're sharing is like you know, I see these these memes going around where they're like, you know, creative entrepreneurs like, this is awesome. This is kind of awesome. This is okay. This is shit. I'm shit. <laughs> this is awesome. This is great. Like, goes through this whole process again. And I imagine that somewhat of the phases can feel like that, you know, as you're moving through. Like... Totally. Absolutely. Like, you're yeah. bang on. And I think that what what the power of this course is, is like, instead of being trapped in that cycle of like, this is awesome. This is maybe not awesome. This, this is shit. I'm shit. And having to repeat that over and over again, um, you can actually um, break that cycle and only visit each of those places whenever you want to. Like oh. it would actually be valuable to on mm-hmm. purpose go hang out in the I'm shit area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you want to, but how, how much more interesting would it be if you could choose to hang out there Yeah. instead of just being like, oh, and then I felt, found myself there. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the whole point when I say designing your map through the unknown, it's not about avoiding your negative thoughts and your negative emotions at all. It's about harnessing them on purpose. Yeah. The whole new ball game when you yeah. do it that way. Yes. So fun. I love that you just said that too, because I'm like, yeah, everything has a purpose, you know, when you can choose to go there and harness that and use that for what it's good for. And like from there, oh, so good. Like it's absolutely valuable to self-sabotage. It totally is. And it, you can't avoid it. That's the thing is you cannot avoid self-sabotage on your journey. You will do it. I promise. Yeah. (laughs) Um, can you use it? Yeah. Is the question. Mm Mm-hmm. And if so, how are you going to use it? So anyway, I love it too, because like in the intro video, um, when I'm giving instructions or whatever, it's like, so I promise at some point you're going to self-sabotage. Yeah, (laughs) I promise. Yeah, (laughs) like for sure. And you know, it might mean that you even quit the course, like you will just like forget about it. And I'm like, and that's actually fine. You just come back. Mm. That's, That's it. Like, it's that simple. You can't fall behind because you can't be behind in your life. You just are where you are. And that's it. So there's tons, it's, I don't know, like, I think the number one thing I love about, you know, just the course, but more importantly, the the course is like, the understanding of the unknown is when you have that understanding, you are truly set free, totally free from the shoulds and the coulds and the blah, blah, blah. And instead you live in what is right now. 
and then you go create from there. And it's so easy and it's just so liberating. Yeah. And there's a lot of peace, which is funny because who expects peace in the unknown? Well, yeah, there's actually tons. So basically I want to change the way people think about the unknown. Yes. <laughs> And you're doing a damn well good job. Oh, thank, you. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> so I I love this. This is so cool. So uh, tell us about where stars go. We're gonna we're gonna put the link to your site and to the course and everything on there. But like for people to go and check out what you're doing, like if somebody listening to this is like, oh, she's in my head. <laughs> she's in my head. Uh, you know, how can they connect with you? How would you love people to reach out to you? That kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. So. Yeah, I mean, you can visit www.wherestarsgo.ca because I'm Canadian. Yeah. And also .com was taken, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and uh, so basically, um, I mean, there's a couple of things. First of all, I call it Where Stars Go. The reason I'm going to share this is like, yeah. why Where Stars Go? Aren't we talking about trailblazers? Well, yes and no. But like I said, I think trailblazing is a form of light working mm-hmm. and you shed light on something and that's what stars do they are they're light so um where do stars go we also don't know it's the unknown so there's all sorts of pieces to it. So that's oh snap you're so clever oh thank you thank you very much I, like i said my, my business partner you know what i'm just gonna shout out to her because she's amazing yeah. her name is alice carolina um, oh yes i know alice that's right yeah, yes, yes. yes she is a fantastic oh my god and uh in terms of like identity of a business and a person and a brand and without her I could never have gotten any of this stuff so oh, she's wow. um but anyway so the where stars go is a community and it's a community of people who are trailblazers essentially um and there are a few different ways that you can that you can um get involved with the community and I don't know if that's quite the right word yet but there's some free resources which is the YouTube channel and um you know, you can join my, join my email series and things like that. Um, those are the free resources at the moment. They might expand. I'm not sure. Um, and then, yeah, you can also find the the course. You can find a um, one-on-one, you know, coaching with me. And I offer two different types. There's a intensive where it's kind of like finding out what that light is and lighting mm-hmm. that spark. So for people who are like, I don't know what it is, but I know I have one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a very short coaching package that's just designed to figure that out cool. um yeah and then there's a longer coaching package for people who would like one-on-one support as they walk through the unknown so um and like I don't know I feel like the website's pretty self-explanatory in terms yeah. of where to go and how to click and how to reach out to me and things like cool. that um but I think my favorite my favorite way is definitely the YouTube yeah <laughs> oh yeah. I can't wait for your channel oh it's gonna be so good and um and then the other thing is, if you do join the course, you would be part of our Facebook community. And so, um, yeah, there's there's tons of ways to, you know, you get access to me and um, all the other trailblazers. And yeah, I don't know. That, Love that's it. it. Yeah. Perfect. And we're going to put links to all of those so that you ladies can reach out to Sarah, get connected with her, get in the space, do all the jazz. And kind of the final question, something I love to ask people is like, what conversation do you wish that more people were having? Or do you want more people to be having? <sighs> think the conversation I don't know I mean a lot of it is just like huh I think I want people to be in conversations about 
kind of why it's not really just why but like what it is that they want to do and what the appropriate design for that is like Mm. I think where I get frustrated is when people try to fit their vision into something that already exists and what I love is for people to realize that sometimes it's sometimes you have to design around the vision instead of put your vision into a design. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm. And like, for example, there are just, there are so many um, courses out there that have kind of the how to blah, 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 10 steps, yada, yada, yada. And I'm not saying they're bad at all. However, I think that people might be misusing them and thinking like, okay, I have to build an online business just because I have to. And I'm like, well, let's look at that. What is it you're trying to accomplish? And is it really supposed to be an online business? Ah, Truly. And I want people to be free of the shoulds. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Like the heart of it is like, I guess, I guess I just want people to be free. Yeah. Yeah. And also I want people to stop fucking around. Yeah. Because there's no more time in this world for you to be fucking around. Yeah. You've got something that is life-changing or world-changing. Get on it. I'm serious. Go. Mm-hmm. Sarah, Sarah just was like very serious in that moment. I can see her face because we're doing a Zoom call at the same time. And she's like the most smiley, beautiful woman. And then she got super serious. She's like, work it out. Get on it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Come on. No more, Love no it. more time wasting. I mean it. Yeah. It's so good. Sarah, this has been absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for bringing all of this and so many different nuggets. And I'm definitely going to quote you on that part and <laughs> share all the things. So we will, we will like any, any questions, anything that you got from this episode, like if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I, I got this out of this, or this was what I'm leaving with. I would love to hear from that. And I'm sure Sarah would too. So reach out to us and, uh, and tell us what you got. And if you have any questions, I'm sure Sarah, Sarah, I'm tripping over my words at the end of this. I'm like, Shara, Sarah, share the episode. Do that. <laughs> I like doing that at the end. It's so funny. Awesome. Well, thank you for tuning in. And thank you so much, Sarah. This was awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah.